Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Tanya Hathaway, your host of Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story told on Marty Oakley's PS Radio Network and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio here in Oklahoma and the surrounding areas because I know that it's heard across state lines as well. Of course, Marty Oakley's radio show with TS Network. That is a national show. Actually, it goes international. She has guests that uh, call in from, uh, uh, that have panels from Australia. I mean, Marty can chime in and tell you how, you know, people from all over the world. Isn't that pretty cool? That's pretty cool. Maybe if we get lucky, all right, we can get the aliens to call in because that's no longer a conspiracy supposedly anymore. Maybe we can get from all over the, from uh, out of the universe, right, and beyond. <laughs> I'm not really being sarcastic. I'm not one for sarcasm. I'm not really good at it. Sometimes it really works me, and then sometimes it cracks me up if I learn how to lighten up a little bit because I can be so doggone literal, very literal. But, um, yeah. So thank you for listening in tonight. We appreciate you. And if if the subject matter caught your attention, uh, I'm so glad it did because I think we all have had to uh, decipher what might be a lie or the truth, a conspiracy theory. And quite often when we're paying attention to uh, mainstream and and uh, and or uh, actually, what our own government at times uh, has gotten better and better at doing is creating uh, is creating distractions so we don't pay attention to what might really be going on, such as passing legislation, le- legislative new bills, and, and whatnot. Um, Marty, am I coming across okay? I just wanted to double check that and make sure that uh, I'm coming across. Yeah, you are across Okay, okay, and we good. have, hang on here a second, and I know who this is. Um, uh-huh. It's our friendly friend, James Tree. You don't know. You don't know. I, yeah. I do know. I know, I know his name. Now. His voice. <laughs> Where everybody yeah, yeah. knows his name. <laughs> hey, James. We, so we've got James, Marty, Stephen, Burke. Um, his voices that we kind of are, you know, really liking, you know, voices, opinions, fact, truth tellers, and um, and people that know how to shake things up because that's kind of our duty. Um, thanks for calling in, James. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for being here. Marty, I know you're not feeling great. You can, I can hear it in your voice, but I'm going to do my best to kind of like 
tweak you a little bit to get you to respond to some things. You know, if I bring up certain subjects, I know you just might not be able yeah. to help yourself. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Again, again, and Stephen Burke, yeah. thank you very much for uh, being here with us, not only producing the show um, on your end there, uh, but uh, really like having you on as well. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. So be, before we get on to the the subject matter uh, uh, tonight, uh, I, I might just be able to throw a couple little ideas and thoughts to any of our listeners that also uh, want to comment, call in, uh, have a, have a, a question for any of our our special regular contributors here, or a question for me, or just a comment or a thought that you might have. Feel free to call in to. Four five two zero and press one. Again, the number is nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero and press the number one if you would like to get into queue. Okay, once again, I'm Tanya Hathaway with Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. June first, two thousand and twenty-one. Gee whiz, you know what I just heard today? I heard that there are nine new billionaires in this country right now. Nine new billionaires because of the so-called vaccines. Yep, the so-called vaccinations uh, that are coming from, you know, Moderna mostly, uh, you know, these companies like Biotech. They have, uh, we've got tons of, of money out there that uh, is distributed to, let me see, nine new billionaires. And, and and eight existing billionaires that were just um, uh, showered with an additional $32 billion. So all together, that adds up to about over $50 billion for these so-called vaccines. I tend to believe this is no conspiracy theory either. This was reported. I wish I could tell you the source, uh, but I just thought quickly. But it's on mainstream media, so we know that must be true. And you know what mainstream media is not reporting it to, right? Um, so, all right, have a little sarcasm in there, right? Um, so the mainstream that I heard this on is one of the more reliable ones, I would say, even though they certainly irk me, and I don't trust everything that comes uh, from uh, that station itself. But but this I do, this I believe. But uh, but I also believe that um, that uh, over fifty billion dollars is probably uh, spread out among many, many, many more. Otherwise, it just you know wouldn't have been so supported. Don't you think? Um, another thing that I'd like to uh, bring up today, and again, you know, feel free to uh, comment on this. You know, as soon as I'm done with my little opening and commentary, you know, this gives us uh, food for thought as well as some other material that I've pulled up and some other material that some of uh, you all might have uh, thought about before uh, calling in or as you're listening to the show tonight. Um, okay. Which one was that? Okay, the, the Tulsa Massacre. Okay, so today um, the, 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 the current administration took the time to go uh, to show up. Um, you, you know, President Biden, uh, Biden, I really have a hard time with that president. Anyways, um, I guess a lot of people have 
hard times with any, naming any president, you know, leader of the free world, uh, uh, because, you know, nobody's 100% happy with any of them. But I know where I found my happiness the most, that much I'll tell you. Um, so President Biden showed up today in uh, honor of the, of the Tulsa massacre uh, that had occurred, uh, and which was horrifying, absolutely a total, total disgrace. I'm now the vice president. Uh, she uh, made a choice to do what she normally does, and that's politicize. She chose to politicize, uh, use this opportunity as uh, a, for politicking and continued division. Well, the fact really is, the fact really is that there really wasn't. You know who rebuilt Tulsa and, and, and did it? within approximately 20 years without, for the most part, um, I'm aware of. I'm not sure if there was any at all, but for the most part, without any government assistance. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that the government shouldn't have um, contributed at the time. But you know who rebuilt Tulsa? Tulsa rebuilt Tulsa. Tulsa rebuilt Tulsa. Okay? So... We are stronger as a nation. We are stronger as a community. We are stronger as neighbors that, that see, know, and understand humanity. We are stronger helping each other out together. There was not one color that was rebuilding Tulsa, but it certainly was an attack on color, okay? The massacre was an attack on color, but it was not one color that rebuilt Tulsa. So let us acknowledge what happened. Let us learn, grow. Let us rebuild. Let us put that in the past, but not erase it from our history books. Nobody is suggesting that by any means at all. But let's not erase what has come out of that. Obviously, nothing good really comes out of massacres, but, but in its own way, I guess obviously some did because we saw compassion. We saw that, no, this really isn't okay. And many know it never was. And, and this, was this, this was what the Civil War people was all about. It was all about, you know, do we use human beings as commodities? Do we own another human being? And it has happened not just to the black color, okay? It has happened to other races in other regions as well, Okay. But so we have a president, a vice president, that makes a choice to cause divide, politicize, because it's the anniversary of a massacre that was an atrocity, a shameful thing that happened in the United States of America that should never happen. Agree. But where do we go from there? We are supposed to fold and empower, stand up strong, stand up together. But that's not what our vice president, in my opinion, stands for. What's your opinion? Well, there's and something finally, else I think that's notable to mention here, 
as well. You know, history has almost tried to erase the Tulsa massacre, but history has successfully pretty much erased the atrocities in Oklahoma with the American Indians and the insane asylums. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So I think that's worth mentioning here because it was a greater atrocity in terms of numbers of people and geographic area that encompassed the state of Oklahoma. And the state of Oklahoma has tried to whitewash it away. So it's not just black or white. It was also American Indian. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a great point. That's a, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and again, it still boils and down And recently to, the Indians, you know, the McGirt, that's just been upheld. You know, unfortunately, Oklahoma was not upholding uh, their end of it. And, you know, this has been a long string of, uh, of government uh, that has not been upholding the McGirt issue, but it was recently taken to task to uphold it. And and uh, and the Supreme Court, you know, of, of the United States of America, they did uphold it. They did uphold the McGirt issue. Right, and we haven't really even touched the ramifications of jurisdiction in the state of Oklahoma yet. It's a good. It's a good number of uh, 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 of, la- of the land there. Tulsa is a big part of it. Correct. I mean, it's about it involves about two thirds of the landmass of Oklahoma. But the big the the point is is that there's not one race being bigoted against one solely. It's one division after another, with whatever reasons there are to incite that because of prejudice and bias. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, right. So it's not a, it's not just this bias thing. You're t- I, I guess is what you might be saying is like it's only towards one race. It, it just seems to be what our country has done to each other for uh, and others for for many many years. And and so well, it, it doesn't to have to cause now. a divide. It should cause a common ground of yes. That is not it's okay. What, it's what our federal government is doing right now today is creating division amongst the citizenry to try to promote infighting from within. Right. To yeah. And, I mean that, and, and that, that was is, that was your ma- that was your major point in the Tulsa massacre. Yes. Well, exactly. That's my major point. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I also feel like. There's so many other different subjects that are being brought up, James, um, that we're seeing and hearing in the in the news. And I do say that, you know, fairly lately. But you know, uh, just today, um, it, it was announced that um, that there was a, a gentleman, I, uh, Travis, I think his name is. What is his name? Who's a gym teacher in, in Loudoun County, Virginia, who um, was let uh, oh, who was let go. His name is Tanner Cross. Who was let go of um, uh, let go of because he stood up and he said serve God first in a, in, a, in a school board meeting 
um, and it and it and it invited public comment. Okay, and this and this particular subject was on um, was on uh, transgender policies, and I believe it was about in in athletics. And so the public was invited to to make a comment. So um, he stood up and he made. A, a comment, and he opposed the transgender policies. And as you'll see, you know anybody who claims that they're transgender but is not on the hormone therapy. You, you know, I, I mean, if you're a, a, a man trans transitioning to be a woman, clearly uh, they can overpower the, the 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 women and win the scholarships that the another woman might have other would have. So that's the abuse. Of these new policies, and this is this creating divide or what? And so he, they're suing for the free speech, okay, for his ability to speak free as a citizen, and also his free exercise rights um, when the when the school board invited public comment. And he's heard from tons and tons and tons of people, but most people won't come out publicly, or many won't, because why? Because they're afraid of the, of uh, being bullied. So, yeah, to divide, to divide. I mean, really, in the end, what is there to fight about? <laughs> people think people think certain things are good and certain things are bad, or if there's an agenda that is not good, they'll act as though it is good even if it's bad. You know, if there's an agenda that's unreasonable, that does not suit... You know, it used to be that you had different public parties because for balance. For balance. I know somebody that um, recently passed away, and he pre-wrote his in a, uh, obituary with his son, and, um, and he said, I didn't leave... I won't even say what party because I really don't want to create the divide. I'll just leave that part blank. He said, I didn't leave the blank party. The blank party left me. And, you know, and now we're just filled with so much radical and so much extremism um, that... Um, no, what, that what, happened to, what happened to free thinking? Right. What happened to an individual's God-given ability to free think? Why do you have to have a, a, a sheep herder to tell you what to think and where to go? Well, there was a time when we could rely on the the news. And I, again, you know, who knows? Who knows how long? Stephen, Marty, what do you think? When was the last time that we could turn on a news station and that we actually thought, or the average person thought, that what was being shared was, you know, being shared with um, with their oath as journalists and uh, news gatherers uh, to be true to the best of their knowledge, that their reporting was uh, was with dignity. Yeah, I mean, when when do you guys think that was the last time, James, Marty, Stephen? Now I figure it's been quite a while. Mhm. 
Hadn't been anything on there I trusted in quite a few years. And and there's a lot of people now waking up to realize that, I think, you know, especially over the last few years. Well, Tanya, Marty, you remember when you yeah. used to listen, you used to listen to the news and you heard what they wanted you to know the way they wanted you to know it. Nobody questioned it. We assumed it was accurate and true. And if there was any wrongdoing, you didn't hear about it for 20, 30 years when it made no mm-hmm. difference. Now, it's like I pointed out the last time we talked, uh, now you mess up, it's it's on the net within five seconds. And so, like the news gatherers, as Stephen called them, they aren't news gatherers anymore. These are not reporters and journalists. These are talking heads. They're hired actors who are reading a script. That script is provided to them. Every major news media in the country, half of their employees are CIA. That's from Operation Mockingbird, set up in 1954. It's still operational. And they write the news that they want you to know the way they want you to know it. If you remember uh, John Stewart here a few years back while he still had the Daily Show, what got him taken off air was he took and overlaid the broadcast from all the major networks on the same topic, and right now I couldn't tell you what it was, but uh, and then he played them all at once. They're all reading the same script. They're all breaking at the same point, laughing a little uh-huh. bit, coming back on, and it freaked people out how badly well, they It becomes being... word of the day, doesn't it? Except it's phrase yes. of the day. Yes. That's what we're hearing now. Yes. Well, and Marty, so uh, he, uh, that, go ahead. A point, in fact, a point, in fact, to what you're saying is, is JFK, his relationship with multiple, multiple women, his relationship with the mob, his brother covering his tracks with J. Edgar Hoover. If that was happening in today's world, can you mm-hmm. imagine yeah. the scandal? Well, but yet we heard. Well, little to nothing about that for 25 years? Yeah, but you have to stop and think, too. This was it occurred during a time, and I agree what was behind this was covering up for him, but this was also at a time when it was grossly inappropriate to even allude to anything like this. It wasn't considered socially polite. But there yeah, again, you had Jay like Edgar getting a divorce was incredibly uh, yes. scandalous. Jay and Edgar people Hoover. stayed quiet and they, and they stayed in bad and, and abusive relationships. Yeah. That's funny because I even pulled up information on uh, JFK to um, to discuss tonight as well. Well, hmm. but Jay Edgar Hoover, who helped cover all this up and collected massive amounts of information, he thought everybody was working against us, and basically it was him. And we find out later on he's a cross-dresser, he's gay, I, which I, you know, that's his business. But here he persecuted all these people who also indulged in the same things. And then it comes out that the biggest tough guy in the country is a femme fatale. Um, This this is what we have happen all the time. You don't know who these people really are. I want to point out the Gats case there, the fellow out of Florida who, after the Britney Spears conservatorship became public knowledge, demanded the hearing in front of the Senate. And immediately, to shut this down, they come out and say that he was accused 10, 11 years ago of molesting or having 
you know, toward relations with a young girl. If you knew this then, why didn't you say it then? But they didn't, and they do this. Tanya, you've been out to D.C. They are constantly getting the dirt on each other, and they save it until it's an opportune moment and use it for leverage. If you do this, we're going to let this out. uh, It's It's, when uh, uh, Trump was bringing in, um, oh, my goodness, Kavanaugh. My goodness. You know, and and it's not to say that people don't deserve to be here. When when, when, um, Kavanaugh was... uh, being questioned, you know, nominating Kavanaugh for for uh, to, for Supreme Court. It, uh, once again, it doesn't mean that you you don't somebody doesn't have the right to be heard. But when does this stuff stop being, um, you know, a coincidence? You, you know, I do. Yeah. I, I, people, you know, when does it stop being a coincidence? And 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 when does hearsay? When there's nothing circumstantial, thirty years later or whatever, when is that? When does that work? You know, I, I mean, just let's look at the same people that were persecuting Kavanaugh that have used those secret funds for themselves uh, because they of their immunity, which has got to go. Yeah, they, against sexual. They all uh, do it. Persecution, exactly. So I'm not saying what's good for the goose is good for the gander, but who's to say Kavanaugh ever did anything wrong? Nothing was ever proven, and yet you've got you've got these real true matters that otherwise would be uh, these other people would be in in jail for making false accusations, accusations that are secret, being being uh, uh, and being paid off being paid off to has not tarnished an already tarnished Congress. You, you know, kind of like uh, um, car dealerships. There are certain professions, not everybody that's in it follows these rules or are of this type of person, but there are car dealerships that they have people that bounce from car dealership to car dealership to car dealership in some places that are like they're criminals, they're ex-felons, or they've got drug issues. And um, and they'll steal people's information, and they'll you know, and they'll steal their money from the information they gather, you know, whether they they work in the service department or whatever it is, and um, or and you know, because they have access to the credit card, and then you know, the car dealership winds up taking care of that person who's the victim real well, ninety five percent of the time, instead of instead of prosecuting the real person who perpetrated the crime. Why? To save its reputation. Same thing with colleges, with universities, to save its reputation. But Congress shouldn't get away with that. No public figure should get away with that. Because those are the truths that we need to know. But the thing is, if you did know it, nobody would get elected to office. I just say, you've been out there. As I've said many yeah. times, oh. it's one big party, and you wasn't invited. There, the dealing that goes on out there, the corruption that goes on between these people, and I get tired to death of the holier-than-thou, self-righteous Republicans. Yeah. Um, they are no more holy and self-righteous, Democrat, and God does not love them more. It is that, it that's acting unlawfully. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I th- think they're all. I think, my point. I think the ones that do, they, they okay. all act self-righteous, and the, like nobody can touch them. The ones that are the bad actors, you know, 
And I don't think anybody's ever going to be perfect, but the ones that are actually pilfering the people, they know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it as an agenda, as malfeasance against we the people, they should not have protections in place. That's nuts. In other words, using our money for unlawful purposes. So when we the people say, no, that's not okay, why, are these, why isn't that being changed? Why aren't our representatives going in and saying, hey, the people that I represent don't want this here anymore. What are we going to do about it? The majority of the people will say we don't want that. So why has not that changed? Why has it not made it on that platform? I don't know. Well, you have the inner circle that's already there. So if you get a new example, a new senator or a new state rep elected in, he can't go across the grain or he'll be ostracized. So no matter what the cause or how right the principle, he can't take it to the inner circle because he'll be totally shunned. We went right through that here in this district in Oklahoma with David Smith. Sat right there to our face and said, yes, 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 that's my goodness, how can that be? And then takes it to Oklahoma City and then comes back with his tail between his legs. Thought he was the best thing since vanilla ice cream and white bread. Yeah, it's the best thing, yeah. Yeah, I think he might have gotten gotten an earful. Maybe he thought he was going to make a difference. And and, because he's truly, I spent hours on the phone with him sounded like he really cared, took that time. He could have cut that short. But I, some, something tells me he went in to try to address certain things, and he quickly had his hand slapped and hard. Listen, buddy, if you want to be here, that's my hypothesis on it. But then guess what? That makes him part of those that turn their backs on you, and that's never going to be okay. Never going to be okay. Um, no, but it's just one big round circle, and the circle okay, just keeps so, going round. Yeah, yeah. So, so now listen to this. Listen to this. Now, the Wall Street Journal had a great article. Uh, my dad, he used to uh, read the Wall Street Journal every single day, and um, I went. I went on. You know, uh, there were times when I would buy it every day and then and then I would stop and today I just signed up for it digitally uh, because I just think overall that's been a very good consistent uh, source of news you know I really do so um, talking about the 911 conspiracy movement um, and it exploits the public's anger and sadness okay uh, now th- that was a quote actually from Senator John, then Senator John McCain, all right, that the 911 conspiracy theories continues to attack Bush, asserting his administration was behind uh, all this about the Al-Qaeda attacks and whatnot. And, of course, we know that that brought on a very long, long war, which we're finally, you know, retracting from, but yet that's an issue in itself. Um, but so, and over the Obama years, okay, let's just—I just want to show how the opinions have um, changed 
over the years on this and the what the so-called conspiracy theory. Okay, so over the Obama years, uh, the these conspiracy theories actually became. Um, more of a declaration of faith and hundreds of people now gather at the 911 conspiracy conferences to hear the pseudo how they used to call it, it was pseudo scientific presentations trade theories and purchases purchase propaganda um and uh, then the 911 conspiracy theories heralded in many ways that the rampant misinformation and disinformation of the internet age a key early driver of the movement was online released uh, in the 2005 film called uh, Loose Change, which purported to divide into um, unanswered theories, okay? But now, all right, so years of lies and innuendos from both the left and the right, okay, um, this is all taking a toll on Americans. And now embrace, now Americans, I know I do, embrace 911 conspiracy theories. In the late 2016, a poll um, by YouGov, 17% of HRC voters said that the U.S. government definitely or probably helped plan 911 compared to um, 15% of Donald Trump voters. That's not a huge gap. That is not a huge gap. And you would think to very Dark opposite side policy believers, um, you've got only two percent difference there um, in, in you know believing the these theories. Okay, and that same year, a poll by Chapman University found that more than half of Americans still say the U.S. government is covering up information about 911, and and and. Uh, it said, we found clear evidence the United States is strongly conspirat- uh, conspiratorial society. Um, uh, let me see. That's what a professor said. Chris- Christopher Bader, who led the survey, most indicative is nearly one-third of respondents believe the government is concealing information about the North Dakota crash, a theory we asked about, uh, about to our knowledge, we made up. Okay, and here's one last update on it um a civics poll whenever this was written they said a civics poll last week found that a third of republicans say the q anon conspiracy which centers on an imagined global child sex trafficking ring imagined (laughs) global we know this is happening right people we know this is happening if you don't you need to dig deeper because we're talking about children okay um, sex trafficking ring backed by the deep state and led by celebrities and politicians trying to thwart Mr. Trump's presidency is mostly true. Okay, so now that is a third of Republicans, okay, um, is mostly true, and nearly another quarter think some parts of it are true. Come January, QAnon is likely to have at least one believer in Congress and that was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's publicly embraced the baseless ideology, won a GOP, they call it. I'm just repeating what uh, the Wall Street Journal said. Uh, won a GOP primary last month in, in a heavily Republican congressional district in Georgia. On Twitter, Mr. Trump called her a future Republican star, and he has welcomed the support of QAnon followers saying, I've heard these are people that love our country. Now, it doesn't mean that 
Trump knew all about QAnon. I do believe that QAnon followers and supporters, like there are different kinds out there. I do, I really believe that, like the Black Lives Matter, okay? You've got people that um, are, you know, are finally waking up and realize that that group is, is good for nothing but harm, and yet there are others that still, you know, believe in Black Lives Matter, but not the group, okay? So uh, QAnon oh. theories. Okay, go Tanya. ahead. This is what I'm Q, looking for. Please help Q, me out. Q is a separate group of people. QAnon is a separate group of people. They are not one and the same. Okay, so there's there's Q and there's QAnon. Correct. Now, my question is that everything out of you just out of everything you just got through saying, and about the child sex ring, et cetera, et cetera, how would the Wall Street Journal explain all the earthquakes around the world? Right. How would they explain all these earthquakes around the world that are all less than 4.5 on the Richter scale? Well, that's kind of interesting because, um, oh, gosh, I was just reading last week. Stephen, I think I sent you some of that information, too, um, that there is a there is a uh, there is a there worldwide is. military effort in blowing up the dumbs with a certain amount of charges underneath the Earth's surface. Yeah, these are and not it can earthquakes. Storms. Uh, it's getting to the point whether they can decide whether it's going to be a cloudy day or not. That's what right, that, but that's the, what but the destroying wants. of the underground tunnels is directly related to the child trafficking and the or human trafficking or sexual deviation. Right, right directly there in Washington D.C. One, one to one. Right there are pictures. Pardon? Right there in Washington D.C. I believe there are pictures of that. Well, that, that's one of the reasons the fence was put up. Nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Press one if you want to make a comment. Nine one seven three eight eight four five two zero. Is this compelling? Is is this something you guys have okay. something to say? Or, or you don't have to give your name. Okay. Yes. Anya, we have a caller on from area code nine one eight. You're live and on the air. Hello, Tanya. This is Daniel in Oklahoma City. How you doing? Hey, Daniel. Daniel Mosley. Actually, no. Uh, Micah. <laughs> well, that's who? You know, oh, the uh, oh, show. Micah. Oh, hi, Micah. How are you? <laughs> well, I have been listening oh, awesome. for a while. I have been listening for a while. And, you know, one thing I've noticed listening to you all talk is you do so much more research and have so much more knowledge about facts than I do. Uh, so I really enjoyed you said some good facts. You know, Tanya, I've been fascinated with your thought of conspiracy and uh, how many times people have called something a conspiracy. And now none of us really know if it, if it is really a conspiracy. It just feels like it sometimes, like the election. We, The more we look at what's going on, we're going, hey, you know what? might be a little problem with that election, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's kind of what I If it smells like a skunk, if it looks like a skunk, <laughs> so uh, what, why don't you, Daniel, why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little about you, because Daniel and I do know each other, and um, I have been uh, 
humbly, uh, I, 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 I feel very grateful for being invited uh, as a guest on, on your show several times, and I love I love coming on. And so that's a Wednesday, well, 5 o'clock. I'm have you tomorrow, too. <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, tomorrow? Okay, 5 o'clock. So, 5 o'clock, uh, your time there. So, it doesn't interfere with any of these other shows. So, um, well, yeah. it is the, the subject. Well, EPH 511 PM is uh, a passion I've had for many, many years. And it took, some of us take a little longer to do what you believe God wants you to do. But, EPH 511 stands for Ephesians 511, Exposing the Unfruitful Works of Darkness. PM is the uh, preventive maintenance of the mind. We change the way we think, we begin to change behavior. We have to be responsible for what we think about is the idea. And, Tony, you brought up, I think, a fantastic subject that really is kind of what we're talking about tomorrow night. We did this several weeks ago on our show, is to compare what these people are saying and compare it to what the Word of God says. Now, we're not, we're not talking about religion. We're not talking about boring things. There are some good facts if you compare the two. This is how simple-minded these people are that's trying, I think, destroy our nation, my opinion. But if you look at one of a war thing to do is confuse, divide, and conquer. And that's what's going on. You look at I, – Tanya, I love the subject you're talking about. And if you look at the congressman that was praying and said, amen and an a woman, okay, they're changing culture. A woman, well, we all know how crazy that is. But if you are the congressman that's – or congresswoman that called the woman giving birth Baby birth people, I think it's called birth people. Can't say a woman. But if you look in God's word, God called woman a woman. So let not your heart be troubled. What God's word said is a final authority. There are so many things we can compare, Tanya. I, I just think it's also interesting. I do. Go ahead. Well, and, and, and on that subject, stay, stay with us. Feel free. Please stay with us. I invite you to this now-made panel. Um, and anybody else who has something that they would like to chime in and say, please absolutely do. Once again, I'll put out that number, 917-388-4520. Press the number one if you'd like to uh, come on and comment this. But um, today, the, the, the Supreme Court, as we're speaking about, you know, a woman, a man, and whatnot, and for, this just made me think about this subject that I did want to bring up earlier as, you know, news, sometimes I like to, talk a little bit about what's going on and what came out today or what we learned about today. The Supreme Court decided, um, actually it wasn't today, but it was May 17th, to hear Dobbs versus Jackson, uh, the Women's Health Organization, uh, uh, court file 19-1392, all that, it doesn't really matter, I guess, but uh, whether all pre-viability prohibitions on elective abortions are unconstitutional. Okay, now this is just, this is quite, um, you know, it's a heavy-hearted subject. It's a very heavy-hearted subject. So I guess we're really not talking about conspiracy theories here, although I did pull up some information that wound up not being a conspiracy theory uh, regarding uh, baby parts being used bring up a little bit later, but Marty, you you brought that subject up to me a long time ago um, about as far as vac- vaccinations go, but 
Um, so in this, uh, in theory, the Supreme Court could overturn Roe versus Wade in the 1973 ruling that made abortion lawful throughout the United States. Uh, but court watchers say narrowing its reach seems more likely. So, in other words, uh, they um, uh, they're talking about uh, potentially narrowing it. So, the Casey ruling didn't specify um, when viability occurs, but suggested it was about the 23 or 24 week gestation mark, as opposed to uh, mark assumed by Roe versus Wade. Okay, so. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. I'm ashamed of this, uh, me personally anyways. I am, my opinion. Senate Judiciary Committee member Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut told The Hill to plan to pack the court. The Hill to plan to pack the court will receive a boost if the Supreme Court makes getting abortions more difficult. Uh, um, okay. Can I can I can I say something? Yeah, please. This is none of yeah. this is going to matter. Uh, Tanya, you and I have talked about this, and I've heard numerous people say Trump was going to end abortion. No, he was not. He yeah. was he, his he executive order that he was going to file was to defund it, so federal tax dollars weren't going into right. it, which would allow it to be totally privatized. Uh, the stakeholders, right. when they talk about stakeholders, that's the people that's going to suck the lifeblood out of you and make money doing it. And there is right. such a booming global business in body parts from babies. Yeah. And this is what yep. this was all about. It was positioning them so they could be taken over, they could be privatized. Then at that point, they set up their own rules and regulations, and they get statutes and blah, blah, blah. And you can't find out anything that they're doing because that's proprietary rights and trade secrets. But they, this is this is what they are doing, and you're going to see the Republicans come out. Oh, the abortion is terrible, and the Democrats will come out. Everybody should be able to get one, and they're playing the public because none of them has any intention of shutting this down. Now, as a mother, a well, grandmother, in, in and a great opinion, grandmother. It, I can't yeah, in my in my opinion, you know, the more it's shut down, the better. It should be, you know, under extreme circumstances. And, you know, I think that there are many people that uh, that have had abortions that have, you know, grown, matured. And I'm not saying those that have not changed their thinking, okay, aren't mature and aren't grown. They're entitled to their own opinions, okay? So I want to just clarify that. But others have changed their way of thinking, and they have to live with that regret. You, you know, they have to live with that regret, and, you know, and maybe it's their duty. They feel it's their duty to come on strong, you, you, you know. But the point is it should be for the right reason. It should be for the right reason of why somebody's coming on strong, not for a political reason. But, you know, uh, I believe pro-lifers, you know, the true pro-lifers, are doing it for, just like the true people that say, hey, Black Lives Matter, they'll also say all lives matter, I believe, okay? But the Black Lives Matter group, you'll get shot if you if you say that by, you know, certain people that are totally, like, you know, brainwashed by the group, all right? But, but you know, I believe that those that are saying uh, no abortion – you know, that are true and genuine to the reason why pro-life is because they consider it true murder. Now, and then you have those that are 
you know, say, no, it's, it's a woman's right, it's a woman's right to have an abortion and, and that they have their hands in the pot and, and, and are very much into, yeah, somehow they're, you know, making money off of it, you know. And then you have to have the followers believing that it's the right thing to do, a woman's right, a woman's right, a woman's right. Well, is a woman going to die if she doesn't have an abortion? There are other loving hands that can be placed on a child's life. I just saw today. Um, I just saw today, darn CPS, where they're ugly and bad. You know, uh, they, they took a child, put a child in their foster home. They were pleading that this is not right, that this is corrupt, that the loving family, blah, 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 that little baby is dead today. Dead today. You know, for no apparent reason. Abused. You, you know, and, and I'm sorry, I got off subject there a little bit. But, yeah, Marty, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I also believe that when it's politicized, it's perverted, it's tainted. People need to stick to their beliefs despite that politicizing. Stephen, you might have something to say on that, too. Isn't that what most of it, we're learning it is? is some kind of political uh, push on it. I mean, if you really sit and think about common sense, most people have common sense. But that common sense is swayed by greed and power and, and I mean, just it, there's so much of it. I mean, anybody would think killing a baby is wrong. I mean, again, if you go to the biblical part of it, God said he knew us before we were even born and had a plan for each one of us. So, therefore, you're disrupting God's plan by killing a baby. You can go from that point back and forth on that. Uh, Every woman, every person has a right, but there's nobody to speak up for that baby. Hey, I want to live. And something was so disappointed I saw on a Facebook uh, just a few days ago. This young lady I had known for a while, she was adopted because her parents didn't want her. Okay, so grandparents raised this young lady. She, uh, I guess her grandparents were killed in a car wreck when she was 15. She went to college at age 16, was so smart, graduated. She goes to a university now, 4.0 average. But I saw on her Facebook that, she thinks she agrees with abortion. She thinks that, 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 you know, women should be quit being oppressed and be able to have abortion. Okay? What is... I didn't expect to hear that. thought of what you were just saying. Her. You know? I just... I don't know. Well, I don't understand. This, this may offend some people for whatever particular reasons, but murder is murder. At whatever level and at whatever stage of life or whatever age of life. Because if you well, go to murder, and I don't, and she's got carrying a baby and the baby dies, that's two counts of murder, isn't it, James? Right. But I don't know how the courts arrived at the opinions they've arrived at because if you look up sperm, sperm is the male reproductive cell, C E L L. Okay, and when you go and look at the definition of cell, lifespan of human cells, lifespan, 
of human cells. Cells have a life. How can an embryo at any stage of life not be life in and of itself? Mm-hmm. How can that be? Because the egg is a cell made up of cells, human cells. How did we ever get to the position we're in debating if you're alive or not, if you're three weeks, one week, eight weeks, two years, when the very core of life begins in a cell? And and think about this, too. There's millions and millions of, of sperm that passes that, you know, we, you're a miracle to become a, a, a living, you, you know. But the, to cell be, is a, the cell has a life. It is a life. Right, right. It has a life span. By all the biological definitions. Well, I have a question then, uh, and I don't want this to sound cruel, but we're talking about conspiracy. If people make money off an abortion, then if that's what it's all about, because if you look at a young lady, if she was to hide the fact that she's pregnant and that baby is birthed to young, it's buried in the backyard, she's charged with murder, yet an abortionist can make money and kill the baby. And something I've only begun recently started hearing about, I believe Marty had mentioned, baby parts are sold. Are you freaking kidding me? That sounds like a horror movie, you know? Uh, this stuff, I, I just, you go back to conspiracy. What is the real motive that people are doing this? Obviously, well, they have no thought of God, so they're not going to care about a baby, I suppose. What do you think? This may sound gross, but it is truth. If you search long enough, hard enough on the Internet, you will find photographs inside, what's the abortion clinic we're talking about, the big one? Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Inside of Planned Parenthood, on stainless steel tables, on conveyor rollers, are body parts just like pork chops and steak. That is so sad. It's a dark web. It is is horrifying. And these were taken inside of Planned Parenthood. This was all started by Margaret Sanger, and it came through the American Eugenics Society, which became the White Rose Society, trying to clean up their act. But abortion was to be used on black women. They never thought that white women would access this. That's why they drove the way to have it. It was to allow black women, right. black Stephen, women to, correct, to get an abortion. Stephen, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it Bill Gates' father who sat on the board of Planned Parenthood? I believe so, yes. There's your circle. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's evolved. It, it sounds and like it's Bill evolved. Bill Gates' but... whole... Bill Gates' whole family line has been eugenicist, wanting to kill people off. 
But his father so sat on the board as, or was one of the original board members of Planned Parenthood. Wow. And so this was all part of the Union system meant yeah. to to keep the black people from reproducing. Margaret Sanger said one of the greatest threats to society was to allow these subhumans to procreate. And this was actually who this is. This is why when you get up into seriously black neighborhoods and cities, there are abortion clinics all over the place. It, the, the program is still working. And as many of you may know, uh, they found out that people with dark melanin in their skin, the darker their skin, the more transplantable their organs are. Nobody seems to know why, but they're far more viable. On the adult level, we have the American Anatomical Gift Act. And what that did is we said whether you want to donate organs or not, you're going to. And everybody said, isn't that wonderful? You're going to, yeah, until you're the one laying on the table. And just so you, we've had three doctors on other shows testify to this. When they do organ harvesting, the victim is alive. They do just like they do in executions. They're not given an anesthetic because that renders the the internal organs non-useful. They are given a paralytic. People think that people go in and get executed and they don't feel anything. Yes, they do, that they, they feel everything. But they are given a paralytic so that they can't cry out, they can't move, they can't, and they eviscerate them alive uh, when it comes to organ harvesting. They, uh, the doctor, the first doctor that talked with us about this, John Burns, said when asked had he ever participated in this, he said one time, and when they made the cut, the incision from the pelvis up to the sternum, said the man's arm flew up and he started crying. And he said, I realized then that the patient was not dead, brain dead or otherwise, which he said brain death is a contrivance. But they are... They are cannibalizing well, us. They are using body parts and ground-up lungs to create vaccines. They're, they're, there's human diploid cell in these gene therapy that they're passing around now in several condiments like mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard. There's human diploid cells in it especially. And you brought up water, some water, Marty. The yes, water. aquafina made by Nestle Company. Any Nestle product like aquafina, they've used human diploid cells from aborted fetuses to make it more tasteful on your tongue. But like I say, condiments are full of this stuff. Baby foods, they're starting to use it in baby foods. They are feeding us back to us. And it's going to get worse as we noted here. Because we're a commodity. They've commodified us. And I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here. So somebody, somebody might be listening and thinking, now, why would they do that? If baby parts are, you know, cost so much money, if they're, you know, because it's like tra- trafficking, okay? These are, uh, you know, more, um, you can make more money from doing that than selling drugs, it's my understanding. You know, human trafficking, okay? And that means, you know, also killing, killing people, okay? Har- harvesting, the black market, all this stuff. So why is some why is it that there that this is being purchased and being used in condiments? What's the benefit to that? I'm just asking that as like honestly I don't know and I know you do Marty because I I know that this is something you've studied heavily. 
You there? Or did well, I, I use them for flavor enhancers. Well, I hope all of this is just a conspiracy and not true, but as crazy as this world is getting, I just, I'm sitting here going, seriously, this is, this well, everything that Marty just got through saying, a little bit of research will lead you to the origin yeah. of abortions in the black community. That is, that is factual. Yeah, that is really, really something. That, something that, I is, that is real. Yeah, I'm you can count on what's coming off of her tongue is is well researched, no doubt about it. Well, I'm just I'm just substantiating that, that with this gentleman yeah. because it it I've done I've read I have done that research. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it, 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 you know, we we want it to be a conspiracy theory, no no doubt about it. But when you do, yeah, when you dig deep into the into the web and you know. Um, and yeah, find out yeah. who's being murdered because they're about ready to go to court and, 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 and testify and, you know, how many people have been, you know, go missing. We know just in Oklahoma itself, you, you know, from over the last few years that I've been, you know, specifically uh, dealing with, the, you know, several years of public corruption. You know, I can't even begin to tell you how many good lawyers went missing or you know, or had to drop a case the day of a, a case because their families were threatened. You know, you know their lives literally. So, well, you, you, I would, you know, no. um, these people that come out and they're and they talk against the vaccine. You know, the whistleblowers inside of a company. You know that that are there's a young lady uh, who worked for. Oh goodness, I'm trying to think of the organization now, but um, she's dead. And this was, and she spoke quite eloquently, and she was very well um, researched, and and uh, and she spoke up against uh, the, the vaccine. She's dead. Well, just for everyone's benefit, just for everyone's benefit, if you use a search engine that is non-related to Microsoft or non-related to Google, which is Microsoft, such as DuckDuckGo. Your search results will turn up 30 to 45% a different stream of information that you would not otherwise see. Well, it's it's funny because Stephen and I were going back and forth the other day, right, Stephen? And and he was pulling up from... Google, which I know he uses other search engines too, but what Google had pulled when it came from Google, it was it came up with the red flags as false information. And then I went on and I searched the same thing under DuckDuckGo, and there's no false flags there, you know. And it, that just goes to show you um, the agenda, you know, the agenda. What is the independent? Who Qualify. I bet you any of us here could qualify as an independent fact checker if we thought the way that those that would hire us want us to think. Yeah, wow. I'm sure we could. <laughs> and that, right. that stuff we was looking up, they flagged it as false information. And then the very On next po- uh, deal down, they admitted that it was true. <laughs> That's crazy stuff. Yeah. They quoted the actual company in the next post that said the same thing they just got through saying was false. 
But you had for, to dig for it on Google for that to show up, and I'm surprised it even did. But these, yeah, these conglomerates are being sued. That they're being sued, um, and that's and that's important. They are being sued. So the 911 theory. I mean, what are what are these um, conspiracies? Let's talk about some conspiracy theories or so-called conspiracy theories that wound up being true, that have been proven well, to be true. Nine one one. Take the steel beams. Right. The temperatures required to melt them. Where did those temperatures come from? Yeah, and they're all cut in a slant at a forty-five. You know. Didn't, it didn't come from air, it didn't come it didn't come from airplane fuel. Nope. Airplane fuel doesn't burn hot enough to melt steel. Huh? Just start and with that. So, so somebody's asking, but why would they? Why would the U.S. government be involved in um, in this? Well, why is it? Let's answer Stephen, that do you question. Want, do you want to explain it, or you want me to? I want you to, or anybody else. I mean, I know we've had these discussions, but I, I don't want my voice to be, you know, the one that is totally dominant over, over the show. We were fixing, we were fixed, the United States government, by order of the Supreme Court, blah, 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 going back, we were going to change from the fiat dollar back to a gold-backed or silver-backed monetary system. And the goal to do this was in the basement of the towers. And they had yep. to have a way to remove the gold and stop the transparency of currency exchange. And they got it all out except for one dump truck load that the guy chickened out and left the truck in the tunnel and fled. So why blame it? What was the benefit to put to put this? Well, they wanted to go to war with Iraq. That's why. Money. Right. Well, they went, how many countries in the world did not have a central bank? Was it four or five, Stephen? There were seven at that time, and, and there's only four now, I think. So, and guess who was? Guess who did not have a central bank? Iran and Iraq. Yep. Iraq's got and, one now. And so they had to get rid, they had to go to war to get rid of the oil banks to try to get them to have a central bank where they could control the currency with the fiat dollar. Marty, what do you think about that? Who did you ask? I was, I was wondering if uh, Marty, I know she's not feeling well and she... Um, so she, she might have just, you know, uh, laid back for a little bit because uh, it took a great deal for her to, her to come on tonight. I know she's not feeling well. So, okay. So, so, um, and yet there are new, yeah, there are numerous uh, theories of, about it. But I would say that might be one of the most um, that is being paid attention to. And, you know, there's been all kinds of information out there about which direction the, the planes were coming from and did it really come from a plane and just, well, you, you know, know. Well, where, where's, can, the, where's the plane that hit the second tower? 
Yeah. Well, they 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 didn't shut off the hologram quite fast enough, and they showed the nose of the airplane come plumb out the other side of the tower, if you get some of the videos. And also, the plane was missing one of the wings before it hit the tower because the hologram got cut off by something that was in its way that they wasn't looking for. So there's, in other words, there's all kinds of forensics, you know, when they're studied enough and when if they're actually released. The, um, steel, the can, steel metallurgy reports on the I-beams is concrete. Mm-hmm. Yep. Undisputable fact. The guy that Not built yet. the buildings, engineered those buildings, said it's impossible those buildings come down from airplanes of any size. Now, I've got plenty of videos that I've collected over the years. I've got videos of the nukes going off. I've got videos of the, the detonations going off for the demolition that's clear, that you can clearly see. You've I, you've shared that with me, some of them anyways. Mm-hmm. I've got all kinds of stuff that people ain't supposed to have, I guess, but I pay attention and I gather up this stuff and save it because I like to have proof of whatever I say. Right, and and you want to make sure that you save it. You, you take another source of it, you screen grab or video grab so that that does not suddenly disappear. Yeah, it's got a bad habit of disappearing. Yeah, it's got a Does it ever? Okay, so this leads us to um, the Kennedy assassination. Okay? Um, Again, this is still unresolved, you you know, in the eyes of uh, of the government, right? And as far as what's on the record, it's unresolved. I've got the video of who killed him and, and, and watched the guy shoot him. Saw that, too. You shared that with me, too. Um. Yeah. Somewhere, so, uh, in the, so, somewhere in the neighborhood of the late 60s and early 70s, you can't believe what you see with your eyes on a screen mm-hmm. because of video capabilities. Now, in 1963, 1964, you still physically had to take your camera tape and go process it. So up until that point, you can believe what you see video-wise, unless it's been manipulated thereafter. So, so you think got, about this, gentlemen and Marty. Think, think about this for a second. I'm sorry to interrupt you because I'm really That's bad right. at that sometimes. Think about this. So why do you think that Hollywood got so involved? Because we have got these extremely talented people behind the scenes that know how to make movies, to superimpose, to create something that appears to be there that isn't. No wonder Hollywood has gotten so involved. Think about that. That's, Absolutely. That's my own theory. But Hollywood had to get involved, and then one person told their friend, and then they told their friend, and they told their friend that could really um, be well, let, uh, a viable let, hypothesis. Let's go one step further. Did they volunteer or were they recruited? I'll put my vote on the second one. They were recruited by the CIA or sponsored and or funded. Yeah. Well, so they, they probably they funded that groups. just like they did Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that could be what 
painted Hollywood beyond beyond the um, the, the uh, you, you know the casting couch thing. This goes way beyond the casting couch. Okay, I mean, goodness gracious, the casting couch can happen in you know in corporate office. Okay, so so that's that is like if you want to make a deal with the devil, that's that's on whoever's doing that. You know what I mean? That's, you know, so it doesn't just happen in Hollywood. It happens in corporate America. It happens in small business. You know, you make a deal with the devil, then don't 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 come crying out that you are a victim if you made an adult decision unless somebody's drugging you or forcing you. You know what I mean? That's my personal opinion. Uh, but this so this goes beyond the casting couch. This is a matter of you know the government. That, you know, just like, what was it? Not that long ago, that concert in California, right? Concert in California, the shooter, a couple of years ago. Are you talking about yeah. Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah that was Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, no, Las Vegas, that was it. Well, that, yeah, was, that was an assassination. Vegas. That was an assassination attempt on the uh, uh, Arab Prince. And the FBI was involved in that, weren't they? The cover-up. Yeah. Yeah, our government was involved in the whole thing. The guy they accused that on had nothing to do with it. Trump spoiled the assassination of Trump attempt on the uh, Arab prince because if you go back and look at the videos, this goes back to Trump's first year in office when he went to Saudi Arabia carrying his stack full of evidence and Saudi Arabia capitulated to Trump before he left because you'll see on mainstream news, nobody holds the sword of Saudi Arabia except for the king of Saudi Arabia. The departing ceremony on major news streams will show Trump holding the sword. Two months after Trump left Saudi Arabia, the king was removed and exiled because of his involvement with the sexual trafficking. The prince felt endeared to Trump and when and actually did Trump's bidding to corporate America to try to help clean up part of this and then he became the target for assassination and Trump stopped it in Vegas with the DOD. Okay. Department of Defense. Mhm. Mhm. Now that's your theory. No, people that's call not that a, theory. a theory. Trump holding the sword I, right. of the no, Saudi I, I Arabia I government. I, I, right. That's what, not a but, theory. And that's not an opinion. Right. That's a fact. Right. Nobody but holds that does, sword. What does the general public believe? What do uh, overall? What does the general public believe, and why? They believe they've never heard. They've never heard a part of it. Said. They've never heard a part of it. They've never put it in context in the timing of when it happened right in front of their eyes. Just just like when Trump was inaugurated and the military comes in and stands behind him when he says, we are going to give the government back to the people, and as soon Mm -hmm. as he finishes that line in his speech, the military exits back up. Nobody saw that in real time. Right. But he and the military, together with his words, 
on national coverage said we, as soon as the military was in place, he said we are going to give the government back to the people. Right. Right. Right in front of our eyes. Yep. People just he don't pay attention. Right. So him holding the sword of Saudi and Saudi capitulating, just like Rome, just like nobody walks in front of the Queen of England except for Donald Trump on national televised broadcast. And he, hey, so inspects, let me ask and he inspects the Royal Guard with the Queen of England trailing him because Great Britain capitulated to Trump when he carried his stack of evidence in that little world mini world tour he made and exposed the royal family's involvement with sexual trafficking uh, yep uh, absolutely and then, and here you know we go back to uh, goodness Sunday night you know part of the part of the conversation was about you, you know, us departing from British rule, you know, and and I think that, again, like you said, that's Trump saying, you know, we are taking back because we're under. Well, we are giving uh, back. Right. The giving back because we have been taken over or they're trying to take over whoever they are, good, bad, whatever party members they are. There's. A bunch of there's a bunch of both more so on one side I believe than another, you know. But again, I try not to be a, a, a divisive, overly divisive. I'd rather go after the person than the party. Eh, but you know, sometimes you have to talk about a party in general. As long as we realize that, you know, that's what it is is in general, um, and not everybody. But um, but well, this we go was, back this to, isn't what people have to realize. This isn't about Trump and Trump the person. Trump right. has just been the pawn that's carrying out the actions of a plan that's been in the process of many, many years of what everybody's calling the conspiracy theory of what Q has been putting out there in advance that hasn't been disproven in this plan to take back America from the cabal. He was the, he was the plan. He was the and pawn he was a, in the plan. He was plan. a well-kept secret, wasn't he? Like people would laugh thinking it would be him. Well, but there's even a longer story. Stephen, go ahead. Tell the story of the Trump involvement back to the great the revival that was back over in, um, was it Ireland or where was it? That was the Hebrides. Yes. Explain, explain that, explain that, because that ties Trump into all of this. Right, right, and and just before Stephen says that, just like Marty said, you know, they're all pawns, they're all put there for a reason, whether it's for good or evil, and you know, this I believe is for for good. It is to take back our country. So go ahead, Stephen. Well, the, there was a couple of women that got together praying all the time, started a big old revival over there. And Trump is one of the descendants of those women. 
and he's got the Bible that they those two women was using. That's the Bible was in the White House the whole time Trump was there. When he, he got walked the one in, that he got, uh, uh, you know, clobbered over for using the Bible for a photo op. Yes, that's the mm-hmm. Bible. What it is is the two old older women had the revival. They had a preacher. The preacher had a helper son, young man that helped with everything. He was actually given the Bible, but then there was a young woman who left for America, and she was given the Bible by the helper from the pastor. She came to America. She fell in love. She had a son. She had a son. She had a daughter. She had a fourth son. The fourth son was Donald Trump. And when Donald Trump was born, she gave him the Bible. Wow. Wow. Well, you've got to share some of this in- information, if you know, if you if if you can, and and uh, post it along with in a comment uh, with um, with the link to the show, if you can, because I think that's really important to be able to you know help uh, share this that information in your and your. Uh, you know, and, and, and where it's coming from because, again, we want other people to be able to do their own research. Nobody has to believe anything or, right, or, or align with an opinion from anybody here. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, yeah. So I think it's important to be able to, um, you know, share that information. And, you know, we've known each other for some time now, the the, the lot of us have. And, uh there, there, there's a well-renowned pastor on YouTube that tells the entire story. Okay. And, and who, do you remember the name of that person? Stephen, do you remember the pastor's name? Uh, probably Greg Locke. I forget. No, it was No, it's not Locke. Yeah, I, Daniel, I see so many of them. It's hard to remember. You tune out? I know you're... What's that? Oh, you, you're still here, here, Daniel. I'm glad you're here. I was yeah, just I'm wondering just if you were still. Okay. Believe <laughs> yeah, I have separation issues. I'll say bye about twenty times. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, I, never mind. I was just trying to be funny. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love his show um, for tons of reasons. But also, even when we're talking about some fairly gloomy subjects. He has a way, and when he speaks, we always know that there's, like, a positive tone to it and a smile on his face. He's trying to turn something that's not so good into something good, with a purpose, with a purpose. And so it's a high-energy show, high-energy high show. Yep. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, so what else is before us uh, that's going on? So, yeah, I think it's important to be able to share some of some of this information because, I mean, you're talking to a cabinet of researchers, or you're listening to a cabinet of researchers here, and, you know, clearly we do not speak for um, just ourselves, but there are many others that, you know, come come before us, um, and, and they're hard to find because you're not going to find them typically um, on social media. But, you know, I'm really, really interested in that idea or thought that I had, which I'm certain I'm not the only one, just about how much and how Hollywood could have gotten involved in this perversion and, and, and got, basically went to bed um, with, with the corrupt 
segments of the government that are, you know, because it would make sense. It really would make sense. Well, Tanya, they've been conditioning the children through Disney for years. And the uh, what's the chemical the that they get from the blood? Whatever that chemical is, it's got a numerical value, and they've been putting it in the children's cartoons. Adrenochrome has got a numerical value or a number they've associated with. I don't remember what it is, but it is the address. It's the number on the car. It's the number on the street. It's been put out there for years. And there is videos after videos after videos that have de- that have dissected all of these movies and films out of Disney that's been conditioning the children from the pizza to the Simpsons, oh, right. which are Disney. But yeah. it's the whole creation of conditioning children. Yes, from the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, we, we only have a, a couple minutes left for years. We only have, a, but um, Daniel, I wanted to hear what you were about to say. I just probably lost my train of thought. I do have an idea. You know, I like what he's saying about Disney. I, I was told years ago that Disney is actually going to be the market part of the uh, uh, Antichrist. And uh, I, I really, I, I don't want this to be a conspiracy. But you would think if you really sit down and think about it, you put everything together, and there are a group of people that want to destroy America and make it like them, who they are. And uh, it's really sad. But I, I had an idea, and this is just a crazy idea. Why not get politicians to be pay, play, paid like football coaches, and For they actually are only get bonuses if they actually do what they say they're going to do. And if they don't, they make a measly amount of money, and then that way we can sure separate politicians from people who really want to serve the people. Just a thought. It's just This is all crazy stuff. I know you're running out of time, so I'm going to be quiet, Tanya. That's just a thought, though. I, I love that. I absolutely love that idea, and, and I think that that should be something that is um, spread widely and heard loud and um, – and, and, you know, these people should be called out if we're, we ask them to start uh, paying them based on their performance from their promises. You know, they'll hold yeah. them back, but we need to hold them to task. Hold them to task. Um, goodness, Wait, there was other have... things. That I, I, I love that. Um, and so before I close out, um, I have a couple minutes that I want to share, which I'm, I'm running out of time for that. Uh, but I do want to say thank you, Marty. I know you weren't feeling well. Uh, but thank you for uh, being a part of, of the show tonight, really, not, not only just, you know, producing it um, nationally, uh, but, you know, for chiming in and always sharing your wisdom as you do. I want to thank you, Stephen Burke, for doing the same thing on your end out there in Oklahoma um, for not only producing but for uh, being part of this roundtable tonight. James Treat. As always, love hearing from you, uh, Level C corporate, uh, retired corporate executive, public speaker, advocate whistleblower, um, and and Daniel. Daniel, what can I say? Um, you know, fellow uh, radio person, advocate, um, God bless you. Um, you. You know, like to hear more from you on uh, shows uh, that, are, that we have coming up, um, and, you know, we can kind of like – 
take turns whenever we can. Great subject. We're glad to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners, um, please know that if you're listening through uh, the, the live stream, that you can share this broadcast uh, with others com- tomorrow or in a couple hours. It will actually be that the very same link is the archive. So if you think that you have a friend that might want to listen to this, you know, you can go ahead and share that. The only thing is it won't be live tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, but I do want to uh, remind everybody and, and also let you know that uh, I wasn't able to have uh, Kathy Campbell regarding the Shriver brothers and their release in Oklahoma, the wrongful convictions. Um, tonight they had to postpone. They will be on Sunday night at 7 o'clock Central Time. We'll have them on then. And I also t- um, will remind you at that point as well how we can help get Daryl Wiggins wrongfully sentenced uh, to through phase two because God bless him. God bless the, the system. God bless the station. God bless the people that have gotten involved and helped him get through phase one on his seventh attempt in front of the pardon and parole board. So we'll share a little bit more information on that on Sunday before we get started. And uh, I just, uh, gosh, there was always more to share, always is more to share. But for tonight, I want to say thank you to our listeners uh, for coming on board and this, uh, uh, with us, as always. And uh, this show is also brought to you uh, by Mar- through Marcel Reed and the Whistle, annual Whistleblowers Summit in D.C. My name is Tanya Hathaway. Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. Good night, and God bless.